1: Fu
2: Pickers. Welcome <laughs> to Podcart this week. Um I am joined as ever by Phoebe Buffet, <laughs> aka Phoebe Inglis Holmes. Do I pronounce your your surname? Correctly, ingles homes Ingalls. yes yeah i say
3: english yeah so many people get confused i also have had Hume rather than homes so people come out with english Hume occasionally i'm like mm, just just read it it's literally right there in front of you how the fuck have they come up with english hum oh, i have no idea but people also used to spell my first name f-e-b-e so you know <laughs> whatever floats your boat That's to be just <laughs> Feber. Feber. <laughs> this oh, well. is the life of a complicated name
2: i'm Jesus sure you know it yourself Christ. oh you might as well end it eh? <laughs> no i should probably put a disclaimer please don't end it I will try. listen to the podcast first and then end it um i shouldn't even say that because that's rude ah <laughs> oh, what a week um so we've opened up with with sick hope um i've put that onto a. a literally been talking about it non-stop so it's a Scottish duo i rumors are that they were previously under another name and they've now reinvented themselves i don't care uh it's, they're still great i loved them then i love them now um that song's called hope and i just um i i can't that hook on that song is I've had that song on repeat and um, it's one of my favourite hooks to kick off 2018.
3: I really, really am a fan. I think that that's just such a well-rounded song. This might seem like a negative comment, but I can assure you that it's really not. I feel like if you're watching a film and an important character dies, then that is the song that they play as, like, the memorial tribute, kind of. And that makes it sound really grim, and it's not. It's uplifting, but it still makes you feel a little bit sad, but it's, like, the most climactic moment in the film, and it just covers all of the emotions, so... (laughs) meant to bring doom and gloom here but yeah. so
2: let's let's picture marley and me and, uh, <laughs> okay maybe marley, not at all <laughs> marley's marley's on the uh the vet's table and then uh that was not yeah, that in. <laughs> okay
3: maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe okay no, look,
2: human I, human specified i think it works <laughs> I think we can do it. So uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so they're playing um, their debut. Well, we're going to say their debut show under their their name of Love Sick. Let's let's go with that one. Third of April, nice and sleazy's belt of a venue. Get down! I'm going to be there because I want to see this live. This better be you, no pressure. That song better make me want to you know <laughs> unleash the the beast
3: <laughs> so, and that could be in so many formats yeah, you know. well
2: that sounds a bit dodgy doesn't it i'm not talking about my crotch or anything i, I just, really hope not yeah, this just ticking. literally just my soul i want to bare my soul and just stand there with my arms aloft just thinking yeah this this is it i'm i'm back at primavera and and major head of playing yeah anyway so that's uh, lovesick and that's hope now, this is quite a weird connection because I actually <laughs> didn't think of, I, I honestly didn't think about the next track. What's the name of the next person and track? Well, from Marley and me, let's take it round to Marley Blue. Ooh.
3: The track was called "Mines" and it's from Marley Blue who is from Pretoria in South Africa. She is 23, she's a producer, a singer, a songwriter, a sound engineer and she's got loads of other talents as well like sculpting and painting and she's even a qualified tattoo artist. So she's clearly got creativity coming out in absolute spades. I really love in that track that you can almost hear the South African influence in the singing. And for me, I think it's quite easy to draw comparisons to Bonobo. Bonobo is so good at taking a sound bite and putting it in his track and making you totally transported to that location. And that's exactly how I felt with that song.
2: I also got um, Talvin Singh. Yeah. And um, Bonobo, I think you know, is one of my favourite artists. Yeah. So um i just love that and um do you know it's it's well we should probably mention that i mean obviously it's quite a significant week for women in terms of of just voting and and whatever else uh, this week but um the amount of women that we have on our site and um i think just generally on our podcast just shows that um it's it's kind of embarrassing that you have to keep pointing out that fact that there's loads of women that are present in creativity and and doing all of this stuff um and it's it just shows you that the, the playing field is so level in terms of creative talent but when it actually comes to exposure um and I find it quite fascinating because there's been a lot of talk about the the gig and the live side of things and selling tickets and festival lineups, um, which we'll probably focus on it, at some point. But it's it it's why do you feel that there's a, a, a kind of imbalance? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but why do you feel that there's imbalance in terms of of like female artists just being out there? I mean. I genuinely
3: think, and this isn't an excuse, but I genuinely think it's just so deeply ingrained in people to put men first Mm -hmm. that it's just carried on even to now. And I think that as a society at the minute, we are doing really well at starting to break down those barriers. But when you look at music and other cultural issues, it becomes really prevalent that we are still kind of living in a backward society because that's when you really go oh, why aren't there women here? But, you know, hopefully that this is starting to change now. I mean, look at the uproar that was caused about certain festivals happening in Glasgow and their lineup, And that's not even just a female-male issue. That's a please look at the current state of music and what is currently popular and don't just play bands that were famous 10 years ago kind of issue. But on this topic, before I go off on a big tangent about it, I think it's really important to say i'm not going to name names but the other week i was playing a gig um, and there were five people on the bill and two of us were ladies and honestly what a difference it was to even have one other female so we were both quite delighted about that but this other lady told me that a few weeks ago she had been told by a promoter that she wasn't going to get to play a gig that she's played every year for the last seven years And she said, that's fine, I'm sure you're just making way for new talent. And he said, yeah, it's time to get some other female fillers on. You've been the best filler we've had for the past couple of years. So he just openly called her a filler to her face. And she still went out and she still played the gig and she still gave it a role. And I couldn't stop congratulating her because if that had been me, I would have just gone, shove your gig up your arse and walked out. So that I don't sh- even know what to say. That shows exactly that shows the level that we are still at in some people's heads and it's just simply not going to be that way. Cuz let me tell you this individual is certainly no filler and she was at the top of a lineup that I was playing. So it's it's as if that um it,
2: it's it, this is what I kind of constantly hear from people. It's as if that we have to um as 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 females and I guess uh, this it doesn't really cover just females if you're non-binary transgender um and and i mean i guess for for other um people that are in those um that that identify um in in those respects they have it even tougher than we do as females so it's it's actually it's terrifying to me that we have to just keep fighting like this and men say that they are um it's all about being equal and 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 feminism is, is about equality but that's fucking bollocks and um, we should be seen and not heard for a lot of the time and um i guess uh, silence is is one of those things that you kind of have to deal with as as being a female but um sorry for <laughs> for <laughs> to marley boo for going off on a tangent but um <laughs> We, um, I I guess, I'm just so, it angers me so much. Me too. Um, I think that the
3: thing that we all need to start trying to get is people that aren't just cis white men, cis white straight men in gig promoting, booking, venue management. All these kind of roles could benefit from women non-binary any kind of gender but, anything but they, like that the
2: thing is the hilarious thing is that all these cis white men are going right we have to make things a bit edgy now we have <laughs> to like get, we have to get people of color and we have to get some more f- how do i get more females how to get more people of color on these bills to make it a bit more you know a bit more accepting no no mate start fucking doing your research it's it's bollocks absolute bollocks but anyway, I could talk, I could rant all day. <laughs> um, let's go on. Right, let's go into a pop banger. Yay. Because I need a hook. And uh, this is Ro- Roses and Revolutions, and this is Get That Feeling.
0: You and me,
1: drunk on the telephone Brings me back to all the things we said we'd do before we think our history enough to release me of past and dreams. These dreams are just memories enhanced by feelings from
0: outer space. Can I get that feeling? Can I get that feeling from you? Can I get that feeling? Can I get that feeling from you?
2: Roses and Revolutions and that's uh, get that feeling I think that's a pop banger and um, it's got such a great hook on the the chorus I I constantly we get so many submissions and um you either you 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 get the the intro and you think right come on keep going it's like it's like a horse race it's <laughs> like you know my fair lady and it's like right come on keep, <laughs> you're gonna go you're gonna get there and then it gets to the chorus and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. And that's it. It's gone. But that, I was just kind of stood triumphant going, <sighs> yep, they've done it. Charged up and, already. Uh, yeah, so happy. And uh, Haim. Is it Haim? Is it Haim? Had, I? I've, do you know how many years now? Three years? And I still don't know how. I think it's Haim. Yeah. I, th- I think. But this could be a...
3: Primark, Primark situation, we might call it Haim and then you go down Yon, England and they call it, yeah, Yeah. absolutely Okay,
2: let's go for Haim and um, yeah, it's that's a New York duo Roses and Revolutions and um, the, the track came out just this week, they're they're doing a showcase apparently on the i I don't know how many we, we get a lot of american lessons listeners but i'm not sure how many in los angeles and um there's a showcase on the 19th of february so get on down um and i just think that that is um a real kind of excellent introduction to them yeah
3: it's huge i can't believe there's only two of them because mm. that's a lot of noise for only two people but then you look
2: at bedroom productions
3: now and yeah. things it's it's incredible what the people can do yeah and um, that's that's a very fine example of it yeah and sometimes i i'm sad when i do it myself and when other people do it when you compare it to other bands but i think it's undeniable what that is I written all over it and that's not actually a bad thing because it shows how well sculpted that tune is when you know Haim are massive and have fans all over the world. Well, they're definitely heading in the same direction. Yeah. I want to hear a whole album of that please. Perfect um, right what have what have we got next then? This is potentially the strangest name of this week. This is Skinny Pembele. No oh, no, it's not it's skinny Pelembe uh-huh we Producer, guitarist, singer, MC, Skinny Palembe, that song's called I'll Be On Your Mind and it is a follow-up from last year's EP called Seven Year Curse. If you're going to The Great Escape then you can see him there and he just performed at Giles Peterson's Worldwide Awards last month in London. Skinny Palembe is from Johannesburg but he grew up in Doncaster and he describes his music as afro-psychedelic soul which I can definitely hear.
2: I love it when people go, um, he's from such and such, but he grew up in some really (laughs) bloody, dull-sounding place in in the UK. Doncaster. From from Johannesburg to Doncaster. (laughs) I mean, Christ. (laughs) Well, Skinny, that's... uh, Quite the contrast. Yeah, it's quite the contrast. But, um, yeah, so I said to you it reminds me of Mass Attack, um, which is fabulous but i love the um the build at the end yeah i love a crescendo me it's um yeah it's a a game changer
3: the music video is quite good as well the one that i've seen Ah. anyway it's um animated lungs and loads of like flowers sprouting in
2: them and the heart beating and yeah it just goes really well so it's worth a watch great um okay we're gonna carry on and uh, we've got uh, Redolent and this is uh, I think it's Dan Tercepi's.
3: I need more, more and more and more and more and more. That is, that's just so, so good. Like, after the first couple of seconds, I kind of panicked because I thought, I like this so much that if anything kicks in and ruins it, I'm going to be devastated. But instead, it just got better and better. And I kind of was thinking, when the wee synth kicked in, I thought, oh, if that was a guitar, then it would be almost math rock. And then it just became it. It was brilliant.
2: Yeah. The PR, um, so Paul that sent it over just to put in the email, oh my fucking God, I love this. <laughs> and do you know what? See, if more PRs were like that with me, then I would actually probably pay more attention. 100 And you can genuinely hear the passion in the song. That reminds me of Mixomatosis, um, that kind of Radiohead uh, vibe. Uh, you've got Holy Fuck in there, you've got. Like you say, the math rock influence. They're from Edinburgh. Holy shit! Someone, I want to go and see them live now, and I want to see that song. And I've got a wee crush now from <laughs> on the singer, based on the way that he sings that song, which is a real admission on my part. But I just want to go up and kiss his face. Um, but yeah, I, I can almost hear really early Twin Atlantic in there as well. But I actually think that. These guys are better. I haven't heard early to an Atlantic. I'm I'm not really going to comment on that. <laughs> that's fine. Because uh, I might say something after, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Think about their commercial success, Lena. It's all fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I yes, yeah. Holy shit, man! Massive. Someone's going to snap them up and make them huge.
2: Yeah, do it just do it
3: okay Uh, something very 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 different now this is a chap called Cosmo Sheldrake and this song's called Egg and Soldiers
4: looking over at my shoulder, only thinking of the short term, the time was looking back to me, every day I eat an egg and soldier, then I sit a little longer, on a blanket made with Grow a school time is looking back to me <laughs> Every day I eat an egg and soldier Then I sit a little longer On a blanket made with
3: soldiers by cosmo sheldrake and apparently that song was inspired in part by his love of breakfast he did absolutely everything in that track from playing all the instruments to singing to producing it and the production is off the chain he is signed to transgressive records and he's got some very notable upcoming gigs unfortunately they're all in england though but he is playing at the village underground in london on the 5th of april And I think that song is really, really weird.
2: (laughs) I am um, floored slightly because um, the production on that is exquisite and I just feel that it's almost like a score rather than a a conventional kind of, you know, contemporary song. And there's so many beautiful elements in there and it's, um, I guess with every listen you'll find something new.
3: Yeah I think it's one that you need to stick your headphones on and just really concentrate on because there's so many little elements that you can get involved in but it's interesting that you say it's almost like a score because when I was looking at him him up it said that he's a composer as well so that definitely links in together and I don't know I'm still confused by that song but all of my friends love it so I thought yeah there's something here that's
5: Really it's, interesting. It's
2: like you would hear him um, uh, soundtracking things like Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know those, yeah, kind of animated odd films. Yeah, um, not kids' films, yeah. but animated yeah. oddities. Yeah,
3: you're definitely. I can I can hear that, and mm. his name ties in with it as well. Cosmo
2: Shell Drake is
0: almost oh, like well, a Harry
3: Potter <laughs> character. So. <laughs>
2: Okay, um right. Well we've now got um something a bit different. We um I decided that I wanted to kind of mix things up with the podcast and start speaking to various people within the, the Scottish music community and beyond about Scottish music and what happens in various communities. And um the first guest this week is a girl called Husseina who is quite remarkable she travels the length and breadth of the uk um to various shows and her dedication to live music is something that is quite inspiring and it kind of makes you it reminds you of of what of how your love evolved for for music in the first place um before that this is Outlines which is one of her uh, the bands that that she loves and uh, this is Buried Guns Husseina Ghana. Okay, and Husseina, I've known you I think for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, I think firstly through the medium of, of Twitter. Yes. And you go to a lot of gigs. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> okay, and so what, you, you seem to support quite a lot of Scottish bands. Mm. And is that
5: fair to say? I, yeah, I would say so, yeah.
2: And uh, what are some of your favourite oh. Scottish bands?
5: Uh, I would say Twilight Sad, yeah, and Biffy Clyro, um, United Fruit. Oh,
2: I've got so many.
5: Yeah, um, how did you?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it all comes. They all kind yeah. of come hand in yeah, hand. Yeah. What? Um, how did you first get into oh.
0: Scottish
5: music? I think it was there were support bands basically yeah I was just going to gigs and then they they just happened to be supporting the band I was seeing and then and it just changed reactions like, yeah. then I go and follow them and then the, their support band is Scottish and it's like okay just, it just spiralled into that and where so do you live? I live in London yeah
2: so I mean last year let's talk about 2017 yeah how many because um, we have to point out you're a fan yeah so it's it's really nice for me to speak to fans as well yeah. because it's not just you know the constant speaking to music industry because you are the people you, you're the people that the music wants yeah. to be heard by so um, the last 2017 roughly how many gigs did you go to uh, I, would, I would say about two, average two a week yeah. Yeah, and the so how many times roughly did you come up to Scotland? I
5: would say once every two months. I, I mean that's say, insane, isn't it? I know, I know.
2: And so, do you, how do you get up here? Is um, how, what's it's, the travel it's
5: method? Usually, either uh, the cheapest method is a bus or a uh, fly up. I try and book in advance, and then yeah, just you. Know, train, plane, you know, bus or whatever. Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, And what, um, what is it about live music that you love so much?
5: I just, I don't know, I just like the feeling of just hearing the music in my, like there in, like, in front of you and it's just being around people that enjoy it as well and it's like just like a community, it's like, it's not religious, like, but it's like a being part of something, and it's, it's just the feeling that you get from it. Yeah. It's just, I can't really describe it, properly. Yeah. Um, and what's your profession? Oh, I'm just I work in admin in the hospital. Yeah. So I'm just. You know.
2: So this really is um, a, a kind of cultural release for you. Yeah. yeah. And is it how you really want to spend your money? Yeah.
5: Yeah. because yeah, I don't, you know, it's, I don't really. Do about uh, that like clubbing and stuff and this is, and like I don't really go drinking that much so this is like my hobby yeah. type of thing so. and how yeah. important do you think it is for people in either
2: your profession or, or people in a similar kind of um you know that weak job to
5: have something like
2: music in their lives
5: um, I think it is important because it's like you get up in the morning and then you just, like you have to go to work and it's like you just need something to you know take your mind off it and it's just just something to, you know to just help you get to, you know through it and stuff so and do you think it's, it's good for your mental health as well I think so yeah yeah because it's like the at my workplace I don't really socialise with people in work so it's like this is like my type of it's enjoyment like a, yeah yeah enjoyment really and it's like I don't really because I don't live with family I live by myself so it's like it's quite lonely sometimes, yeah. so just going to gigs, like, it just feels you know part of something Yeah, like, yeah.
2: And, but you're fiercely independent as well <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I can't
2: like, yeah. I think it's amazing just how you just, you just travel by yourself everywhere, don't you? Yeah,
5: I do, mainly, yeah um, And you went to Primavera as well Yes um, And how was that? It's absolutely amazing yeah. it was my first time going to Spain and like it was my first time like well I have been to festival four in, abroad but not that length of time I just you know and it's just oh, oh it's breathtaking yeah like it's so much different from English like UK festivals like it was clean it was just, oh, it was just so great so great
2: and you're you come from a Nigerian background yeah. so do you ever listen to music that's native to you
5: your culture? No, not really. Because I've been, I've lived in this country all my life. Yeah. I just brought up the, the culture of this country. Yeah. My mum does listen, not very often, but yeah, when I go visit her, she does watch. You know. And have you
2: ever introduced her to any of the music that you listen to? <laughs> no. no, she does.
5: She doesn't know what I, she does know. What, I'm li- like, what type of music? But she's yeah totally different. You know, no,
2: no. And so what's
5: been the best ever gig that you've been to? Oh god. Um, uh, well the most recent one was like last year. Frightened Rabbit did a gig in like uh, uh, Paisley Abbey. It's, it was like a big church and it was like they did it with a I think it was a hundred piece orchestra. Yeah. And it was just absolutely breathtaking. It was like uh, it brought me to tears. It was just one of the best gigs that year. I've been to others previous years, but just that one last year that was the my highlight. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that feeling that you get from live music do you is it like an addiction?
5: Kind of, yeah. Because it's like I'm trying to like say no to something, but then just, you know you just get those notifications. You must say, oh, but it's just the one. You know, <laughs> you, you know it won't hurt, and it's like oh god, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> And uh, what's, what's, what would you say is your favourite venue
0: to see
5: bands um, in? What Scottish or Do, anywhere? Uh, um, uh, well, because we're talking about, Scotland, I would say Barrowlands. Yeah, I really love that venue. And in the, in London, I would say I like Bush Hall. That is just a stunning venue. Mm-hmm. And there's other smaller ones that I like, like Barfly, and. Yeah, others, but those two stick in my mind. Yeah. And at the
2: time of recording this, you're mm. actually going to see Outlines yes, tonight. Yes,
5: yes, it's Saint Luke's. Yeah, which yeah. is
2: um, Marcus Mackay, Catherine Joseph, and and James Graham yep. from Twilight Side. Mm-hmm. Um, so
5: um, you're really looking forward to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, really, because like, there's a big group of us like Toilet Side fans that are going to be there, and mm. it's going to be. So uh, I've seen them before previously, yeah. but yeah. It's going to be good. To be um and do you think do, do you like seeing those bands in their hometowns and countries and things? I think so. Yeah, cuz it's like a different vibe like because yeah. you know it's a hometown show and like you know it's going to be the crowds behind them and it's going to be yeah, I, th- I think it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah.
0: Just There's more to say. To almost an inertial soul.
3: heard the fin with a song called snow again and it's such an earth track they are a trio they're from kobe in japan and they are now based in london they've got a tour of china japan and thailand and a couple of dates in the philippines coming up in march and april so if you're listening from there then hello or if you're going on holiday there then that is your chance to see them
2: beautiful that's uh, one of my favorites this week Really lovely. Um, uh, reminds me a bit of low. Oh yeah. So. You're
3: making so many connections tonight
2: that know, my brain sorry. just
3: wouldn't have fired into. But it's good. <laughs> it's good because it's usually just me like scratching my head thinking, who does this look like?
2: It's it's. I don't know if it's a good thing that we do those reference points, but I sometimes do think it's a good point for. Oh, just, I think it's quite a good thing. I need it because if I'm listening to a podcast or the radio and I can't think
3: of mm. who it's making me think of, then it drives me nuts. Yeah. so I think I think it's useful. But I
2: think it's good for for gaining fans as well. Second last track of the week. Um, this is Glasgow-based composer Richard Luke and Amira Bedrush McDonald, and the track is called Clara. <laughs> So, that is the first when the the, I got that sent over um I'm a bit I'm a bit not as wary but um I guess with when it comes to the podcast I've always kind of kept it quite contemporary to a certain degree I have played like Neil's Farm and Oliver's and that's the comparisons that were used um and there's I've been quite disappointed previously in some of the composers that I've, I've had from Scotland and I'm sorry for making that admission, but I, I, you know, genuinely, I've not really been that excited. Um, when I got that track though, Richard Luke, um, I was just like, it really pulls at your heartstrings and you just think, holy crap, it's the simplicity of it. Um, and then when Amira comes in, it's, um, it's just really lovely um I so he's um the producer that worked on that has worked with like Breakfast Muff and bands like that which you would just I I read the press release and went right okay I'm gonna have to fucking listen to this this is so weird (laughs) um and um there's an album coming out on February 23rd it feels to me as if it should soundtrack something like Black Mirror Yeah. Ooh, it's almost um, that episode in the new series, what's the
3: one with the weird dating app. It sounds like it should be when they're pulling up in the weird car things to go and spend the night in the weird hotel. Yeah, you've got it spot on.
2: We should work on, uh, like... With sync companies, you know and things. that's my dream
3: job.
0: That's my dream that job. That is as my well. dream job.
3: Since you know, this is how sad is this. Since I started watching Skins when I was like seventeen, and all of the music fitted yeah. so perfectly with all the drama, that was like, yeah, I but want I, to do
2: this. That's quite a good thing to mention because I think Skins really kind of revolutionized TV in in terms of doing that. Yeah. I know we're going off go on a tangent now, but um, I I guess that that's kind of paved the way for a lot of shitty reality tv (laughs) programs but hey you get your sync money so uh you can't really (laughs) not even that you know for me it changed
3: television to be a media in which i would look for music i loved the first two series of skins and then after that it went downhill Mm. but i continued to watch it each and every week because i always knew that the music would be on point so it just shows if you do it
2: properly then tv can also be a great place to look for tunes i'm just glad that you like that one (laughs) um right last track of the week and uh who have we got we've got a lady called Soma, and she is from portugal she is going to be
3: playing at south by southwest she studied double bass at jazz school but now she learned basically every instrument so good on her this song is headphone bliss so I definitely recommend listening with a great set on or putting it on through really good speakers cuz the density of the track there's so many layers so many different things to focus on so definitely put it through something where the quality can be appreciated
2: it's out now on Omnicord Records and it's called Plus fabulous until next week uh well not next week sorry until two weeks time and um we will have uh, lots more music for you if you want to submit it's music at podcart.co we have all our various social media and you can obviously find us online on our website and the podcast is on itunes so get subscribing um and thank you for listening bye